This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Phillies. Today, I'm your host, James Seltzer. We have uh, been doing our best to try and provide a a distraction, to provide some good times during a time that is obviously not good and not fun, uh, is what we're going through right now, obviously, with the crisis that we are currently embroiled in. But um, last few days, we've tried to lighten the mood a little bit, and uh, we'll get into later in the week uh, Philly's X Factor show to get back to some more specific to the Phillies type topics. But it's been fun to talk about a starting nine, uh, the best starting nine in baseball right now, the best of my lifetime, the best Phillies starting nine in my lifetime. And it got me thinking because we were talking about Bryce Harper and you know where he ranks potentially will be the the best right fielder of my lifetime as a Philly in the not-too-distant future based on the um, competition. But one thing you could definitely say about Bryce Harper is he is the face of this Phillies franchise. That goes without saying. That is a question. In fact, I would argue that he is still the face of baseball. I know Mike Trout is probably you know the, the other candidate. Mike Trout certainly the best player in baseball. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. And um, certainly, you know, for that reason could be considered the face of baseball, but at the same time, Mike Trout is not out there in the same way as Bryce Harper. He is not someone who, who has put himself out there in that way. He's not someone who was on the cover of Sports Illustrated when he was 16, you know, not the, you know, someone who was touted to be the future face of baseball and then became the face of baseball. So it got me thinking a little bit as I was thinking about Bryce Harper and thinking about the face of the franchise type thing, I thought it'd be a fun exercise. We continue to, to do these types of fun baseball-related exercises as ways to, um, you know, make you think and and see, you know, if you would disagree with me. Speaking of which, shout out to my brother who really got on me for picking Derek Jeter over Alex Rodriguez as the best shortstop of my lifetime. And um, I had thought of, you know, A-Rod moving over to third and that dinged him, but my brother points out that A-Rod made 90% of his career starts at shortstop. So, mea culpa, he's right. I mean, Alex Rodriguez definitively a better player than Jeter. I don't think there's any question about that. And I know steroids and all that, but for me, uh, no one, A-Rod, definitively better. So, uh, Peter, thank you for the recommendation. You are correct. I will amend my list. Alex Rodriguez, now the best shortstop in my lifetime. Might have finished his career third, but for a long while, I was a shortstop and um, deserves that that mantle over Derek Jeter. I'm very happy to bump Derek Jeter off the board. I won't lie to you. But thinking of the face of the franchise, in that case, if we were talking about those Yankees, that's definitely Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter was the face of that franchise. So it's a different thing. That's the point. Bryce Harper might not be the best player in baseball, but I think he's the face of baseball, or at least one of them, and certainly the face of the Phillies. So it got me thinking, if we went through each team in Major League Baseball and currently, right now, Maybe tomorrow we'll do a, uh, a all-time version. But right now, if you had to pick the face of each team, the franchise, the face of the franchise, what a fun 
kind of exercise to do. Some are easy, some are not. Some are really not easy. So let's dive in. We'll go through every team in baseball and let's pick the current face of the franchise for that team. I can't wait to hear who my brother and others disagree with me on this time at James Seltzer on Twitter if you do disagree. All right, let's start with the NL East because we're already there. The Phillies already said it's Bryce Harper, and I, I feel like that is an inarguable fact. You know, JT Romito might have had a better season last year. Harper's the face of the franchise period. There is a difference. Again, it's it's when you think of this team, ultimately, when you think of this team, who do you think of first? Who's that first guy that comes to mind? And not necessarily just because of their skills. Sometimes it's because of their skills, but also sometimes for other reasons, it's because they've been there a really long time or um, whatever. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll dive through and we'll see where we, we end up. All right, so let's go through the NL East then and we'll, we'll move on from there, starting obviously with the Phillies is Bryce Harper. That's a, a no-brainer. Then alphabetical order from here on out. Uh, Atlanta, um, this is a tough one for me. It's between two guys. It's Freddie Freeman and it's Ronald Acuna. Um, I think a lot of people would say Freddie Freeman. He's been there longer. He's been to more all-star games, this and that. But I think it's got to be Acuna for me, and at least in my opinion. I know he hasn't been there that long, but he has so quickly um, – meteor-like rise to the top of the sport and um he is like the face of that next generation of players um and i you know clearly in my opinion the best player on atlanta one of the five best players in baseball maybe you know he's high on that list so i'm gonna go acuna i think it's a close one between those two guys i don't really think there's anyone else you could put in that discussion who um i feel has any chance like ozzy albie's a good player you know he's young too but Definitely Acuna over Albies. And then it's Acuna versus Freeman. If you want to tell me it's Freddie Freeman based on him being there longer and more consistent for a long period of time and, um, you know, was was kind of with the Braves when they were bad and then now good, sure. I, I honestly, I, I feel very torn on this one. I'm going to go Acuna, but I, I could easily be considered um, to go the other way. Uh, Miami, and this is funny because this is when I was going through and uh, trying to come up with them. There are a few teams. We'll get to some others like Baltimore, for example. Um, where there's just no clear, obvious answer. I mean, you know, is uh, Sandy Alcantara the face of the Marlins? I don't think so, you know. Um, so there aren't really any any great answers there. What's funny, we just talked about him. I actually think, and this is an outside-the-box answer, but I think right now Derek Jeter is the face of the Marlins, the front of that horrific ownership group that has obviously um, been maligned, and, and rightfully so. Um I think it says something that when you think about the players on the Marlins, you think about the whole team that Derek Jeter right now, I think is the face of the franchise, which is crazy, but that's what I would go with. Uh, the Mets for me, this one was easy. I think it's Jacob deGrom. Uh, I know, you know, Noah Syndergaard is kind of a little bit more of a character, a bigger guy, you know, all that. You kind of think of Thor and all that, but I mean, DeGrom's on back-to-back Cy Youngs. He's the best player on that team. Pete Alonso, obviously after the rookie year with 50 plus homers is someone who, I think, you know, would be in the discussion moving forward. You'd have to at least consider him. But for me, uh, I think as of right now, at least, I'm going to go to Grom. Cy Young winner back-to-back years. I, I feel like he's the correct answer, though. Again, you could convince me to go somewhere else. Um, Phillies, we already said, is Harper. Washington, this is a tough one um, because I think historically it's Ryan Zimmerman, um, you know, and obviously still on the team, has been there the longest, you know, hit the, the game-winning home run in the first game in their new ballpark, like all that stuff. Like he's he's Mr. National. But Max Scherzer has won a couple Cy Youngs there, uh, you know, World Series, like this whole run they had. And Juan Soto, too, is one of the young faces of baseball. I think historically it's Ryan Zimmerman, but I think right now at this particular moment, 
I'm going to give it to Max Scherzer over Ryan Zimmerman. I think when people think about the Nationals, Max Scherzer, I think, is that first guy you think of. He is the face. And look, you could say Strasburg, too. I mean, that's an interesting name, too, that that certainly should be in the discussion as well after his you know, dominant playoff World Series performance he had. But I think for me, it's Scherzer. Again, that one's close. That's not an easy definitive one, but I'll go Scherzer. So we got Acuna. Again, I could be convinced it's Freeman. Jeter, DeGrom, Harper, Scherzer. Those are my faces of each NLE's franchise. Let's move on to the NL Central. Alphabetically, again, starting with the Cubs. Chicago. This is a tough one. For me, it really came down to three guys. All three were instrumental in this team winning the World Series. Um, Three offensive guys. You could say John Lester should be on the list, but... I mean, John Lester, yes, he was a part of the World Series, but you don't think about John Lester when you think about the Cubs. You think about three guys. You think about Javi Baez, you think about Anthony Rizzo, you think about Chris Bryant. Um, I think it's between Rizzo and Baez for me. They've been there a little longer. Rizzo at least has. And um, it's a close one. I'm going to go Javi Baez for this reason. I think that he is the most charismatic player on that team. Um, obviously was great in their run of the World Series, has turned into one of the best players in baseball. I think it's Javi Baez. He's a better player than Rizzo. I think he's more animated, again, more charismatic. That's a close one as well, but I'm going to go Javi Baez there um, by a hair. The Cincinnati Reds, this was a a stone-cold easy one. It's Joey Votto. I mean, boom, we're done with that one, right? I mean, look, he's the only player who's been there for a really long time, was you know a great player there for a long period of time, has spent his whole career there. Um, I'm surprised he's still there, to be honest. So Joey Votto, an easy answer there. And again, this is not just the best player on the team, though he, he has been at times for a while. Um, but is uh, when you think of that team, when you think of the Reds, or do you think of, you think of Joey Votto? I think that's a pretty easy one. Um, another pretty easy one, in my mind, Milwaukee. Granted, they have a lot more um, high-quality players than the Reds. Maybe not a lot more, but more. Um, and again, this one, you know, Ryan Braun would have been for a long period of time. I don't think there's any question about that. And I think for some people it still is. Um, but I think Christian Yelich just passed him. He's won an MVP there. He almost won the MVP last year. I think when you think of the Brewers, the first thing you think of is Christian Yelich. And then Ryan Braun after that. Braun is still, and even though he's not a very good player anymore, he's still on that list. And, um, you know, I think he still has that resonance as a brewer when you think of it. But for me, I think it's got to be Christian Yelich. I feel pretty good about that one. Uh, moving on to Pittsburgh. This is a really tough one. Honestly, there are not many guys that stick out. Um, I think it's probably Josh Bell. Uh, Gregory Polanco has been there for a while, but hasn't really done much. I think he's probably the only other name you mentioned. I think it's Josh Bell, and it's kind of a boring one. I don't feel great about it. Bell's been there a while, just broke out last year. Um, again, not a huge fan of the answer of Josh Bell. It feels wrong with some of the ones on this list, but the Pirates aren't very good, and they don't have a lot of talent. So we'll go Josh Bell, and we won't feel great about it. St. Louis is a, a tougher one, too, because I, I think that you know there are two great players who stick out. You know, Paul Goldschmidt on the offensive side of things, and then Jack Flaherty, who was the best pitcher in baseball for the second half last year, one of the best pitchers in baseball. And I think moving forward, maybe in a couple years, it will be Flaherty. But Yadier Molina is still there. He's still playing. He's still catching. He's won World Series there. I think think it has to be Yadier. And uh, he's clearly not the best player on the team. Nowhere close anymore, but certainly a leader or the leader of that team. And I I really think that when you think about it, I think Yadier Molina, the first guy you think of when you think of those St. Louis Cardinals teams. So again, I don't feel great about this one. This is another one where I'm not... 100% 100% certain it's the right answer, but I think it's Yadi Molina based on the history, based on everything he's done there, and the fact that he's still kicking and still doing it. I think it's Yadi, but it's close. Uh, moving on to the NL West, uh, starting with Arizona, another really tough one. Honestly, no one sticks out. I think 
Um, when looking over the roster, and again, there may be better players there, but I think you know, David Peralta has been there a really long time, has been a solid player for multiple years. Um, I think Kettle Marte, the best player on that team, certainly had the best year last year. I'm really torn on this one. I think I'll go Marte, but I don't think that's necessarily the right answer. I think Peralta, maybe more people know. Look, Madison Bumgarner's there now, but you don't think of Madison Bumgarner and the Diamondbacks. This one I really struggle with. This is one of the hardest ones on the board for me. I'll go Marte, but but tell me I'm wrong. I have no problem with people telling me I'm wrong about this one because I don't feel strongly about it. I don't feel great. And David Peralta doesn't feel like a great answer either. So, um, really nothing. Uh, I don't feel strong about it one way or the other, but I'll go Kettle Marte just because he's the best player on that team. Uh, Rockies, that's an easy one. It's Nolan Arenado until he's gone. Trevor Story is certainly right up on his uh, his backside there. As, and Story, you know, assuming they trade Arenado or whatever, I think Story becomes the, the face of that franchise. Uh, but I think it's Arenado now, and, and pretty handily. He spent his whole career there, best third baseman in baseball for, for a long period of time. Gold glove, you know, MVP caliber type player. So I think it's Arenado. Um, the Dodgers, I mean, this is like, it, the Dodgers have like four guys or five guys who could be the face of any other franchise easily. Um, it's pretty crazy, but I think it comes down to Bellinger, Betts, and of course, Clayton Kershaw. Uh, Cody Bellinger wins the MVP last year, puts him on the map from this type of face of the franchise perspective. Mookie Betts, obviously, I think is the most, you know, heralded player on the team right now. Um, has won an MVP as well. Um, but it's his first year there. I think for these reasons, while Bellinger and Betts would be prime faces of any franchise, and Betts was the face of the Red Sox before he got traded. When we get to the Red Sox, the person I choose would have lost to Mookie Betts if he were still there for the face of the franchise title this incredibly important, completely subjective thing that I am making up. Um, But um, I think it has to be Kershaw, right? Uh, You know, I know that the playoff failures have followed him around and all that, but I think it's Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw is still the face of the Dodgers. When you think of the Dodgers, the first guy you think of is Kershaw, the historical greatness, spending his whole career there. I think it's Clayton Kershaw. Again, if you want to try and fight me on that one, that it's bets because of how great he is or whatever, I, I get it. But I'm going to go Kershaw there. Uh, Padres are an interesting one. I think it's Machado just because they spent so much money on him. And he's the most famous player on that team. Will Myers has been there forever. But I don't think he's the face of the franchise. Not good enough. Um, But I think at the end of the season, it's going to be Fernando Tatis Jr. He's the best player on that team. He's better than Manny Machado right now. I think he might be already. And um, I I think he's going to have a monster year. I think Tatis Jr. is certainly the future face of that franchise without question. Uh, But I think for now, it's still Machado. But I don't expect him to hold that reign for as long as I think anyone would have expected when he signed that monster contract. Um, And then rounding in the National League, the San Francisco Giants, uh, it's still Buster Posey. He's still there. He's still playing. It's clearly Buster Posey. I I think that's a pretty easy one. Brandon Crawford, the only other guy even considered when looking at it, and he's been there for a while too and had some good seasons. But I think ultimately, I think it has to be Buster Posey. I mean, you think about the history there, what that guy's done, the World Series wins, the, you know, what he's done, I just think it's Buster Posey, and I think until he retires, he's probably just going to be the face of that franchise. Um, really the only tying thread left from that run where they won three titles. Um, you know, So uh, I would go Buster Posey. Moving on to the American League. AL East, starting with another tough one, the Baltimore Orioles. Um, 
So it might be Chris Davis just because, you know, that monster contract and all the failures. It's not for the right reasons, but look, the Baltimore Orioles are the worst team in baseball, one of the worst teams in baseball, one of the three worst teams in baseball. So for them to have a face of the franchise that, that stinks, you know, really does kind of ring true. I think the only other guy you could really argue for is Trey Mancini. Now that Adam Jones is gone, it was Jones for a while. But Trey Mancini, obviously, um, dealing with the cancer situation now, hopes and, and you know, for him to get better quickly. But a really good player, had a really nice year last year. I think a potential future face of the franchise in the next year or two and um, certainly, you know, notable. But it's probably Chris Davis for a bad team, which is unbelievable. Just unbelievable. Uh, Red Sox, like I said, it would have been Mookie Betts. They traded away their face of the franchise. Think about that. How crazy is that? Um, without him there, it comes and, – and with Chris Sale having Tommy John surgery and out for the year, uh, it really comes down to three guys for me. It's, it's Xander Bogarts, Raphael Devers, and J.D. Martinez. None of them are super um, – easy, clear answers. They're all really good players. I think it's probably Xander Bogarts. Uh, I think he's probably the one, you know, plays the most important position, um, has been there a while now, has been in the majors longer than Devers. I think it's Bogarts. I don't feel great about it. It was so clearly Mookie Betts. Um, I'll go Bogarts, but if you want to fight me, it's Martinez or Devers. Probably Martinez, uh, easier fight to make. Um, I won't fight you. I'll let you have it. Um, Yankees, pretty easy one. And the Yankees obviously have a lot of time. Garrett Cole, you think about, of course, for $314 million. Uh, but I think it's Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is the face of that franchise. Aaron Judge is the face of that franchise for a long time to come. I think, you know, any Yankees fan's favorite player is Aaron Judge. He's the jersey you probably see most in the stands. So while I think there are some potential answers there, I feel pretty confident that Aaron Judge is the, the correct answer for the face of the New York Yankees. Tampa Bay is tough. They're not a, a team that really breeds faces of franchises, as it were. It's more about the the homogenous whole is better than the, you know, the sum is greater than the parts. That's like their ethos. But um, since we have to pick one, I think it's probably Blake Snell. I mean, he won a Cy Young a couple years ago. Um they have a lot of guys that are kind of not journeymen, but but good players, but who have never really either who blossom there or they brought up their minors and are blossoming. But there's no one who stands out. I think Austin Meadows coming off an outstanding year is probably the next name on the list that you would consider. Um, and I think maybe in a year or two, Austin Meadows is that face of the franchise. But I think for now, it has to be Blake Snell again. Won the Cy Young there. Um, Toronto, rounding out the AL East. It's a tough one because I think the face of the franchise is someone who hasn't really done much yet, but I still think it's Vlad Guerrero Jr. Uh, I think the name recognition alone and then the you know, heralded prospect he was coming up, one of the great minor league hitters of all time, um, and he hasn't done it yet. And they have Bo Bichette and, and Kevin Biggio. Pretty crazy I think that Craig Biggio, Dante Bichette, and Vlad Guerrero's kids are all playing on the same major league team. Like That's nuts. That is insanity. It's so wild. Um, but I, I think of those three, Vlad, the, the brightest future, the biggest name. I think Vlad Guerrero Jr., the, the face of the uh, Toronto Blue Jays, which is crazy to say. AL Central, the White Sox are tough. The White Sox are a young team um, in a similar situation as Toronto there with without a lot of you know big-name old-school players, certainly not ones you would think about. They just signed Yasmani Grandal. You're not thinking about Grandal. You know, Jose Abreu, a really good player. But it comes down to three guys for me. They're all younger. Eloy Jimenez, Lucas Giolito, and, and Yon Mancada. Um, I think Eloy Jimenez is probably going to end up being the face of the franchise, but I think it's probably Giolito right now. I'm actually really torn on this one too. Um, Giolito had a much better year last year than Eloy has. 
But I think Eloy moving into the future, I think, is what people will think about. But for now, I think Giolito, a slightly bigger name, a slightly bigger spot there. I'll go Giolito, but again, I'm, I'm torn on that one. Again, if you think it's Eloy or if you think it's someone else, I could absolutely be convinced of that. Cleveland is a pretty easy one for me. It's Francisco Lindor. Well-deserved. Talked to him about him a few days ago. I think he's the best shortstop in baseball right now. Um, and look, Jose Ramirez is probably the only other name you would consider. Mike Clevenger is a really great pitcher. Shane Bieber is a really great pitcher. But when you talk about the face of the franchise, a guy like Lindor, the best at his position, the, the brightness that he brings, the excitement that he brings, the, the infectious attitude, I think it's got to be Lindor. I feel pretty good about that one. Detroit, um, even though he can't play anymore, it's still Miguel Cabrera. Uh, I think he... It's potentially is the only Tiger that a lot of people know. I mean, that is a team bereft of anyone you've ever heard of. So I'll go Miggy. I feel incredibly good about that answer, even though I think Miggy is cooked. Kansas City is another interesting one because um, it's the, the best player versus the – well, two best players versus the guy who's been there forever. Um, you know, Whit Merrifield is someone I think about, you know, obviously a great name too, but a really good player. Um, and Jorge Soler coming off leading the uh, National League in home runs last year, or excuse me, American League in home runs last year. So um, I think those are two names, but I think it's still Alex Gordon. You know, obviously a big part of the World Series team and has just been there his entire career. He's still, still there. Alex Gordon's still there. I think it has to be Alex Gordon. I don't feel great about that one, but I think it's Alex Gordon. Moving on to the Twins. This is a tough one because they do have a ton of talent, but not a lot that stands out. I think, you know, Miguel Sano, Max Kepler, Josh Donaldson just got there. I don't think people think about him. Nelson Cruz, you know, I don't think a lot of people think about him. I think it's Jose Barrios. I don't feel great about this one either. You could convince me. I'm realizing as I do this, how subjective this is. A lot of these are really tough to call. But I'll go Jose Barrios. I think as we move forward, he'll be the face of that franchise. And the other guys just haven't done it quite enough. Um, Barrios is a top prospect as well and all that. So I'll go Barrios. But, you know, again, don't feel strong about it. Houston Astros moving on the AOS. This one was pretty easy. Cheating. I think cheating right now is the face of the Astros franchise. Obviously, Verlander. If you're picking a player, it's probably him, though. Bregman, Altuve, George Springer, all uh, very deserving. But I really legitimately think right now the face of the franchise is cheating. And I know that's crazy, but that's my answer. Um, the Angels, the easiest one on the list. It's Mike Trout, maybe the face of the franchise of all time. Um, best player in baseball, like we talked about. I, I really don't, you know, I know they signed Anthony Rendon. That's great. I'm excited for them. Um, Mike Trout's the face of that franchise. Shut that one down quickly. Oakland, um, is a tough one because they have a lot of good players who most people don't realize are good. You know, Marcus Semien had an amazing year last year. Uh, Matt Olson is a beast. They have Chris Davis and his, you know, other than last year and he had hurt 40 homer years, just locked in. But I think it's Matt Chapman. And I think if you ask any A's fan who the, the best player on that team, who the, the go-to guy is, I think they'd say Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman is a, um, a hell of a player. Uh, I really like Matt Chapman. I think he's one of the most underrated players in baseball right now um legitimately uh both offensively and defensively he's an outstanding defensive player um and probably just doesn't get the credit he deserves um so i am a big fan of matt chapman i think he is the uh the clear winner there for me um for the oakland a's when you look at them as we Come down the home stretch here as uh, we have done the Astros. We've done the A's. Moving on, uh, we have done uh, two, a couple teams left. The Mariners, man, I didn't even know how to choose. I'll go Kyle Seeger. Um, yep, <laughs> that's how bad it is there. They got they got nobody. 
there with the Mariners, just a really uh, a, a forlorn team. It is sad to see what the Mariners are. There is just not a lot of talent there. They are going to be one of the worst teams in baseball this year. Maybe not. Maybe the worst. We've already done the Angels. So down to the last one, the Texas Rangers. This was a little tougher. Uh, it really came down to two names for me. Um, those two names are Joey Gallo. And uh, it was a really good player for them. Obviously had a, a great year last year, kind of blossoming on the scene. And Elvis Andrews, who's been there a long time. I think it's probably Elvis Andrews. That's one I don't feel super great about either. If you want to tell me it's Joey Gallo, I'm fine with it. They got Corey Kluber there, but I don't think people think of Corey Kluber um, when they think about the Rangers. So um, that's another tough one. Some of these are really tough. Again, it's really subjective. It's hard to pin down, but I'm going to go to round it out with Elvis Andrews of the Rangers. And the fun thing, we talk about the Phillies here. The Phillies, I think Bryce Harper, legitimately, you could say the face of baseball, certainly the face of the Phillies. It's fun that, you know, we haven't had a lot of Phillies representation on our top nine and all that type of stuff. Nice to see Bryce Harper that, you know, he is still that big from a, 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 uh, looking at the sport and knowing who you're talking about. Most non-baseball fans, if they had to name one player, I think Bryce Harper would be among the first two or three names said, if not the first in most cases. So we got that going for us. Now this year, maybe Harper can, uh, whenever the season gets going, turn back into that MVP that we uh, we know he can be. All right, uh, this was fun. I enjoyed this. Again, later in the week, uh, I'll, I'll bring a, a Philly-specific show about X-Factors here in Philadelphia. But tomorrow, uh, let's have a little more fun with this. I think we'll do the uh, face of the franchise all time. As that gets even tougher, a lot of great names. I mean, the Yankees, what do you even do? Yeah, it's, it's Babe Ruth, I assume, but um, we'll see. We'll dive into that tomorrow. So uh, until then, I hope i uh, able to take you away and uh, uh, give you a distraction for a little bit. And um, stay safe, stay healthy. And again, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.